This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. It's time for a Story Quest. Gather round. Nibbles was a squirrel. He wasn't the same as most squirrels. This wasn't because he had special powers or that he had famously cured a disease or invented time travel. It was for another reason. I should add that as far as I know, no squirrel on earth has done any of those things. Come to think about it, how would we even tell if a squirrel we see is from the past or the future? Maybe they can time travel after... Anyway, I'm getting off the point and I have a story to tell, so let's get on with it, shall we? So Nibbles was different to the other squirrels for this reason. He didn't have a tail. You know, those big fluffy tails squirrels have. Well, this squirrel, Nibbles, didn't have one. Not a hint of fluff. Nothing tail-like whatsoever. It was the way he always had been, ever since he was a tiny baby squirrel. And whilst it didn't hamper his scampering or prevent him in his relentless quest for nuts, it was a bit upsetting at times. Not least when the other squirrels would point and laugh at him. You look like a rat. What are you doing in the forest, ratty? Shouldn't you be in a sewer or something? This was Munch, a particularly mean squirrel. She and her gang would taunt Nibbles and stop him getting to the very best oak tree. Did you leave your tail on the washing line again? They would call and things like that. It was very provoking. It was also annoying that it meant he couldn't gather nuts from the very best oak tree. They would chase him off, laughing. Scram, no tail, this is our territory, they would say, and he would have to find the smaller, less plump nuts from the other trees. He would look at the very best oak tree longingly, but it just wasn't worth the bother, so he kept away. Nibbles had a mum who would comfort him about all of this and tell him how he was just as much of a squirrel, more of a squirrel, than those rogues. She also said wisely that on the right occasion, not having a tail would be just the thing. And it helped a bit, but generally, he felt quite glum. But then, one day, something happened that changed the way Nibbles felt about things. And as many things do, it all started with some beavers. Now, I don't know if you know much about what beavers get up to. Maybe you're a beaver expert and like nothing more than beavering away, learning about all these charming river-dwelling animals, but most people I find aren't, so here's a quick 101 on all things beaverly. What I consider to be the most amazing beaver fact is that they actually improve the places where they live, unlike most things on Earth, looking at human beings right now. The dams they build to live in and to protect their habitats can help other aquatic life to thrive and keep sources of water in places that might otherwise dry out. They are so mad on building dams and forts that they can actually tell if there's a tiny leak and will drop everything to repair it. It's thought that the sound of running water triggers them to build and build and build and build. It's almost like they can't stop and can end up making dams so enormous that one in particular can even be seen in space. Pretty amazing, right? Oh, and the scent glands on their bottoms that smells like vanilla, I'm told, and the scent can be used as a medicine. Not sure I fancy trying that out, though. But what a helpful animal they are, or most of them are. Adrian is the beaver we are about to meet, and I'm afraid to say that he was about to do something really unhelpful. He didn't mean to be unhelpful, but here's what happened. 
Adrian was, as per usual, building a dam. And a very good dam, as I mentioned, like lots of beavers. Once he started, it was quite difficult to stop. The trouble was that he was so carried away that the dam, a tangle of wood, bush and stick and mud, began to snake up the riverbank and into the woods. Longer and longer it got, higher and higher, until it went all around the best oak tree and back again to the river. And as far as I know, he's still going. Maybe Adrian's dam will be seen from space soon. I'll keep you posted on that. Now this created quite a problem for squirrels. Well, some of them. Munch, the mean squirrel, and her gang had always got the acorns from the best oak tree, and now, because of the tangle, there was no way to get to it. Adrian had managed to find some very tough and thorny undergrowth that hurt the squirrel's paws, and it was so dense that there were only small holes in which to climb through. Munch was so used to having the very best acorns and was in no way about to start slumming it with the nuts from the smaller, less impressive trees. Also, she'd managed to annoy quite a lot of the animals in the other parts of the wood by being so mean and spiteful and so thought she would stick to her territory, which all of a sudden was not looking as amazing as it used to. There was just no way to get to the tree and to the delicious nuts. One day she was so determined, and it has to be said hungry, that she squeezed herself into the biggest hole in the dam she could find and tried to wiggle through. Sadly, due to the fact that she was, how should we say, a very well-fed squirrel, she found herself stuck with her big fluffy tail snagged in the thorns. She couldn't go forwards nor back and began to wail for help. Soon her gang appeared, but they were too big to get her, or rather they really didn't fancy ending up stuck too, and none of the other animals felt like helping. That happens when you're mean to people, by the way. You might find yourself in your own similar situation. So try and be nice, alright? She wailed and her cries rang out through the forest and who should hear but our hero, Nibbles. He scampered over to see what the fuss was about. What's the matter? He asked cautiously. What do you think's the matter? I'm stuck in this horrible dam, aren't I? And no one can get me out. Everyone says they're too big, but I think they're just not helping me. The other squirrels looked nonchalantly at their feet or stared at the sky, whistling. But Nibbles spoke up. Well, well, I can help you. I'm smaller than everyone else and I, I don't have a tail to get in a tangle, do I? There was a gulp and a pause. You do that for me, she said, her voice quivering. Well, yes, you should always lend a paw if you think you can. And I'm sure if I do help, you won't mind me getting my nuts from the best oak tree. In fact, I'm sure you were just about to say the same thing. Nibbles fixed her with an uncharacteristically steely eye. Ah, uh, well, yes. Munch said, eventually. And the name calling, I'm absolutely certain that you're about to say that'll never happen again on account of me saving you from spending the rest of the day, week and possibly the year stuck in a dam. Absolutely! She said with a broad, if rather fake-looking smile. And so satisfied, Nibbles shimmied his way through the nooks and crannies of the dam and then nibbled through the thorny twigs that had trapped Munch. He nibbled and nibbled, and so Munch could finally wriggle her way free. 
For good measure, he nibbled a path all the way through the dam, big enough for the squirrels to safely scamper, which is exactly what they did. I said earlier that Adrian the beaver had been unhelpful, but in a funny sort of way, he had made things better. I tell him as much, but he and his dam are a very long way away, so it'll have to wait. A feast of the finest, fattest nuts was held that night at the best oak tree, with Nibbles as the guest of honour. Munch said sorry properly, and never again would he be taunted for his lack of a tail. After all, as his mother said, on the right occasion, it'd been just a thing. And it was, wasn't it? Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 